we have officially reached part one of two of the end of the line for Game of Thrones. And why I feel as though now I have a short list of what exactly is going to happen. Granted, this is coming from someone who hasn't read the books and hasn't seen any leaked scripts, so take what I say with a grain of salt. Speaking of Game of Thrones, we also then get a brief reprieve of it because tomorrow, Detective Pikachu comes out. Yes, that's the palate cleanser I feel like everybody needs right now. If you're a nerd and you're following all things in-game, Game of Thrones, just... Like, like we, we just need Detective Pikachu to just come in and to be the friend that's going to pat us on the back and say everything's okay. Why? Because you got a talking fucking Pikachu. Then, of course, I go ahead and mention, you know, more things as far as what's going on right now lately and all things gaming and, of course, Mother's Day. So, happy Mother's Day to all. In advance, and this is another episode of Bombastic. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Bombastic Podcast. I'm your host, Imani Wilson. Uh, Please take this time to go ahead and consider hitting that subscribe button and also click the notification bell to get notifications on this twice weekly podcast. Welcome again. Uh, It's the Thursday episode, so you already know what that means. Uh, I'm coming in very smooth, very casually for this one. I mean, as I like to tell people, you know, the world changes a little bit every day, but I mean, what I can really feel that I could fathom between Tuesday to Thursdays, mm, you know, it's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about, but not going to beat you over the head too much with my backdrop and backstory. Cause I know I sometimes can do that. Um, I figure we'll just go ahead and get right into it more than anything. Um, this comes out Thursday, Mother's Day is Sunday, so for all of those out there who might be moms, moms to be, or if you just love your mother, if you don't have a mother, or you have a mother figure in your life, please tell them Happy Mother's Day, I feel like it's just only the right thing to do, you know somebody who is a mom, tell their ass it's Happy Mother's Day, it shouldn't even have to be a kid, it could be a, a fucking dog or a plant, either way, if you're going ahead and taking the time to go ahead and be a maternal figure to something and somebody else besides yourself, Because, I mean, don't be a mommy to yourself. That'd be a little creepy. Um, Yeah. Happy Mother's Day in advance. Happy happy Mother's Day to my mother. That definitely goes to my mother self who birthed me. So, shout out to Patty. Um, You know, also, (laughs) give give my mother a shout out. Yo, shout out Patty, for real, for like having me like some 29 years ago. Um, Also, to my mama Donna, I love you. Uh, To my... To my mother Loretta, also love you as well. Like I said, to all my aunties from Kiani to Booby, Nairi, Tasha, uh, Sheila, like all my cousins to are mothers, like all the mothers, just the mamas, 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 <laughs> mamas, mamas. Happy Mother's Day in advance. That shit is Sunday, so, you know. And I'm not even going to be here in the mix. That's what I'm telling you guys now over the camera. Happy Mother's Day. I love you all. Mwah. So... We're going to go ahead and kick it off. I mean, I'm not going to do the little breakdown segments just because I like to keep the Thursday's episode episodes, like I said, very light. I feel like Tuesday, I kind of hit you guys with the wave of emotions or the glass case of emotions as per the last episode of what was happening from like Friday. Pretty much, th- the, my Tuesday episodes, I'm not going to bullshit you. Pretty much, whatever I was thinking or feeling from Friday up until like that Monday of recording. Because then it's like, that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday and then monday and i just all into you know one recording so you know if anything thursday is always light and airy so light and airy would get into sports um obviously as you know 
like I said, there's a lot of things going on in the world of football in, t- in terms of soccer, but I don't know it, so don't follow it, so I'm not covering it. Uh, as far as the NFL, I mean, no real big deal, except, you know, the Seahawks signed Ziggy Ansa, who's, you know, relatively injured and kind of old coming into, you know, this upcoming season. At this point, I think he'll probably show up about week five for them. The biggest headline, of course, that the Boston Celtics have been eliminated. Yes! As a New York sports fan, I hate to go ahead and celebrate, uh, you know, another rival city's losses. But, I mean, what can you do? It happens sometimes. Sometimes it happens. Um, all this means is that the Kyrie Irving drama shall truly commence and we'll see exactly where he winds up in free agency. But what this is also saying is that the Milwaukee Bucks are in the Eastern Conference Finals, which is a big mother effing deal. Why? Because you're talking about the possibility of there being a conference final that could literally be between who I feel is going to be in the finals, just cutting from the nitty gritty, is going to be either Milwaukee or Toronto. Those are two of the more most obscure and interesting sports cities. So if you think about what the finals would shape up for the NBA, that means you would have telecast services going from Milwaukee or all the way to the Great North and Toronto. So, and I can tell you right now, the NBA knows it's probably not in their best interest rating-wise for the Raptors actually went out. So, we'll we'll see what happens. Like, pay attention to the officiating. Because if it gets a little interesting in that series, then again, you know why. Either way, you know, let's go ahead and also then transfer into, you know, more, you know, other topics along the lines, especially when it comes to media. Like I said, it's the beginning of the end, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking uh, part one of two of the final episodes of Game of Thrones. Now, I, I mean, there, there, there's so much to have to take in from the last episode. Like I said, I can speak more freely and clearly now. I mean, some folks are like, dude, spoilers, fuck. I mean, it came out Sunday. You drop a podcast Tuesday about it. Like, come on, dude. Like, you can't be posted and talking shit about that on, on Instagram and online. Listen, okay, now it's Thursday, almost a whole goddamn week. So get yourself acclimated. Because, again, beyond the Starbucks cup showing up in the scene, which, again, as I explained in the last podcast, shit happens more commonly in production than you know. Uh, Miss Sandy, Miss Sunday getting her fucking head lobbed off. These are the things that I think are absolutely going to happen between the fi- between part one and part two of these last two episodes. So, we know Grey Worm is going to seek revenge against the fucking mountain. We know that. We know that. You don't kill... The fucking, the, uh, the the general of the fucking Unsullied's love of his life, pretty much, to think that you're just going to get that off. Not going to happen. So, people are saying, you know, people are saying, like, yo, we want to see the Clegane, goal, Clegane, uh, Clegane Bowl between the Mountain and the Hound. And I think you're going to get that, except it's going to be a handicap match, which it has to be, because the Mountain isn't the Mountain. The motherfucker is some gray motherfucker with like red eyes and shit i don't know he's some sort of mutate who the fuck knows what he is what sauce he's on i mean you know shout out to the boy thorn bjornson because he definitely said he was on the sauce but um i mean you know i think it's gonna be a handicap match i think what you probably might see is gray worm like get his ass whipped up and down and then in the end, he probably either gets bailed out or he gets avenged by the Hound, who ultimately is probably going to die in battle as well, probably die by fire in some weird, ironic, poetic way. But I just look at it to where I just think, and the late, great Tony Stark said it, you know, we all look for those happy endings and sometimes that does not happen. Sometimes heroes take the fall 
for the greater good. And I think in this instance, yeah, I think, you know, I think the Hound will probably take the fall for the greater good and the Clegane house will be no more. So that's prediction one. Prediction two, um, for as far as these last two episodes for Game of Thrones, I have to say, I do believe that uh, Jamie Lannister and Euron are going to find themselves, which is such a weird Euron. It's so close to Euron. What the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking goddamn Greyjoys. Fucking just pain in the asses. Seriously. Like, Theon fucking redeemed at the end. But Euron, I think, is going to probably die at the hands of Jamie just because it's going to create that power struggle. You saw the power struggle late last season between the two because, I mean, creepily enough, they're basically fighting for the affections and to be by the side of Cersei, who we know is absolutely the fucking Mad Queen. Everyone's looking at Daenerys and going, oh, she's gone mad. But we're going to ignore the fact that Cersei has been the Mad Queen this entire time. Like, my, my thing with Varys is you want to talk about you want to do what's best in the interest of the Seven Realms. Yeah, but my boy, Cersei is not the best interest of the Seven Realms. But that's a whole nother conversation going to lead to the next point. I think that Jamie and Euron are going to find themselves in a tussle, get into a fight. They're going to debate over, like, yo, like, who who's the baby daddy? for real between the two and in the end i also believe that cersei's not even fucking pregnant i think she's honestly using this pregnancy shit just as leverage for power i mean it's obvious fucking Euron, like i said he just he literally just came on the scenes giggity and now all of a sudden he's already hearing rumors that she's pregnant he's like i'm sure he's like what the fuck the fuck they do that at like hold on like I've only been here for, like, maybe, if you're going to give Game of Thrones something, like, I've only been here for, what, maybe, like, two weeks at best? All right, three weeks at best. Come on. You know, and plus, on top of that, how the fuck did they know that? So, if he's smart, he's going to realize the jig is up, and I think, like I said, whether that's going to help lead to Cersei's downfall, I mean, I certainly hope so, but I think Jamie's going to wind up probably dying Probably at the hands of Euron somehow, some way, because I think Euron, for all his bullshit, is a little bit more of a skilled fighter, and I think that's where that's going to really cement the rift between Euron and Cersei, and that's where one of those two are going to be exposed. And then what does this mean for Arya? We we're, uh, we obviously know Arya's got a shit list, and the Night King was definitely among the top of it, but can't no one be priority number zero than fucking Cersei? So I think... Cersei's fate is sealed with Arya going down, so or going to fucking King's Landing. So that's most likely how that shakes out. Um, so yeah, you got Grey Worm and the Hound, ta- you know, tag team against the Mountain. You got Euron versus Jamie, in which I think, in which I think Jamie takes the fall and dies in the arms of the woman that he loves, his fucking sister. Creepy. And then the third part being. Ari is definitely about to fucking knock Cersei's head off. As far as what this means for Daenerys, I mean, I know some people are saying, you know, that I've I've spoken with about this. They're like, well, would it be fucked up if um, John has to take out, you know, Danny because she, you know, loses her way and what have you, or or in turn, Danny takes out John because he's in the way. I don't know what's gonna happen to House Targaryen. I feel like right now what we're seeing are the houses eat each other alive for the fucking throne. And it'd be funny because someone had added to the thoughts that what if with all of this shit that happens, everybody wipes each other out and then fucking and then fucking the the bastard son Baratheon finds himself then taking the fucking throne for his own. I think I think it's a strong possibility of how things could absolutely work out. I think it's something to not rule out because his character's been so prominent, especially late into the season. 
So I definitely think it bears mentioning that that might just be the turn of events in the last two episodes. Because like I said, these are the last two episodes ever. So you got to know that they're not going to give us a quote unquote happy ending. Then, of course, I had to then touch upon, like I said, the palate cleanser, Detective Pikachu. So Ryan Reynolds, obviously, is at the forefront, front and center as the voice of Detective Pikachu. Supposed to be this lovely animated story about this kid who's a detective, Detective Pikachu, helping him find and figure out his dad. And along the way, they meet a bunch of Pokemon and go through a bunch of other shit. That's exactly what we need right now. That's exactly what we need right now. We need to feel better about life and the lightheartedness that it comes with. Like, like we, like we just need that. And I know it's going to do good. And of course, I'm going to see it. Can't wait to see it. I mean, you know, granted, there are going to be some Pokemon in it. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. That looks like a tree with a hat on. I don't, you know, it's just like, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those things that I think is just family friendly all around. I feel like the Avengers movies, especially the last two, haven't been really family friendly. I mean, call it what you will. I just don't think like you know watching you know two women plummet from the top of some mountain peak, you know, I don't and just lay there and ragdoll themselves, Wiley Coyote style, is definitely you know the way to bring the family together. But Detective Pikachu is, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I mean, some people are like, oh, will it dethrone Endgame right now in the box office? No, because then that goes to my next point. Avengers Endgame will be the highest grossing movie of all time. And I think it will probably just, I, I think it's either, it has two possibilities, which I mean, obviously, duh. And, you know, that's probably a cop out. I mean, a part of me wants to say it'll be a $3 billion movie. But it depends on the momentum right now because the momentum looks like it's going to take over Avatar. But the problem is you're talking about a movie that's not done from its like cinematic run yet. It hasn't been a fucking month and it's already almost at $3 billion, which is why fucking I'm going to make a bold prediction here. It is going to be a $3 billion movie. It might be the only $3 billion movie that we have for either a very, very long time or ever. Only reason why I say that is because there has been nothing so hyped and highly anticipated on a global scale like Avengers Endgame and the Infinity War before. So uh, that's my bold take up on those particular movies. I think, you know, it's like I said, it's history being set. And I think Detective Pikachu is exactly what we need to really get a fucking sigh of relief from all this Endgame and Game of Thrones fucking drama. Um... You know, but speaking of dramas and other, you know, and other things to look interested into, um, I'll just say this because I'm kind of mixed on it. But personally, I feel like I want to hear folks feedback because it's not about just serving my own interests, but the interests of you guys, the uh, listeners and viewers. Um, There's the Watchmen series that's coming to HBO. Um, the problem I have with that is because the Watchmen series seems to be billing itself as a sequel to the, to the film that came out a fucking long ago. Was that like 10 years ago or something crazy like that? I think so. Something along those lines, Zack Snyder's, um, fucking Watchmen. Either way, it's a direct sequel and direct faith to that. Like I said, certain title of characters who are knocked off like Rorschach from the Watchmen group from the graphic novel, the DC graphic novel uh, by Alan Moore. 
it's definitely, like I said, a spiritual successor to the films. I mean, one of the main characters, Ozymandias, is, is literally an old-ass man in this. So it looks like, you know, it's pretty much life after this superhero group and the, and the fallout of the doomsday prophecy that they, you know, perceived is finally happening now where society is imploding. Which I feel in itself is going to be its own political commentary upon, you know, just how... Things have sort of set themselves back on, you know, in most social relations for the most part, perceive most, you know, social relations. So I think it's going to be um, an interesting series. I mean, the problem with me in series like that is I just don't know whether it's here for what, whether it's here for a long time or a good time. I don't know. Is it one, is it going to be one or the other? I mean, we'll see. Hopefully it's good. So that way then it has some sort of longevity. I just don't believe it's one of those series that'll make it past the initial opening season. I mean, it all depends upon the ratings and how obviously HBO builds it out for a uh, future property. And then, of course, also um, coming as well and uh, coming at the end of this month is another property from Neil Gaiman, the, um, the famous author, writer, comic extraordinaire and genius, you know, on a literary level. Um, Good Omens. Good Omens is showing on uh, Amazon, on the Amazon streaming service. This, um, oh my God, th- this series itself. I mean, I just got myself in the thick of American Gods, but for this one now, that this is literally, this is literally telling a story of an angel and a demon who befriend themselves, who have been friends for uh, like millennia, and now have to work together to ultimately save existence from the inevitable inevitable apocalypse so i think that's gonna be a pretty dope series i think that drops on the 31st i mean like like you said i think it's gonna be pretty dope it's got martin sheen also has the homie oh god his name is right there oh he's a doctor who he was killed grave it's gonna kill me when i write when i when i look at this in post and go do david Tennant. obviously come on son Come on, son. Nailed that shit. So, it's going to be good. Um, Like I said, I know it's going to be good. It's no game in David Tennant, Michael Sheen, you know, over the top. Like I said, flights of fancy, you know, an angel and a demon. Best fucking friends. Saving the world. Uh, come on. It's, gonna, it's just going to be some wacky shit. But like I said, on Amazon streaming service. So, you got Amazon Prime? You're in there. If you got Amazon Prime, take the time. I know you probably like, yeah, it's not that much that I watch on Amazon. But if you have Amazon Prime, you got the streaming service. So watch their shit. Because I, I noticed that whenever you go on Amazon, you go there, they're like, hey, just to let you know, we also have videos too, motherfucker. Check our shit out. I know you like YouTube. know you like Netflix. But check out our shit every now and then too. So, you know, just can't wait to see. That's another series to add to the fucking uh, list that I'll be that I'll be following on and uh, definitely reporting back here. Then, of course, obviously going into gaming. Now, let me go ahead and be very clear when I speak about gaming. All right. I am a self self-proclaimed PlayStation fanboy. Not going to lie. That's just honestly how I get down. I mean, it, I literally have been a PlayStation fan since 97, 98. Have had a PlayStation PlayStation 2, 3, 4, and then ultimately 5 or V, however they want to bill it. Had a Vita. Um, had a PSP for a short instance of time. You know, like just been a true diehard PlayStation aficionado. So the way I um the way I view most of the games that are coming out or out right now, I've typically viewed them from the scope of either whether it's A, a highly anticipated title, or B, one that's specifically going to be 
featured or as an exclusive for PlayStation. Now, as far as any games that are coming out right now, nothing that I'm really hyped, like true, like truly, truly hyped about. I'm kind of just waiting towards next, well, towards next month for uh, Crash Nitro Team Racing to come out. That's something I'm really, really big on because I know, like I said, between myself and my um, online clan and crew, shout out to the Some Kind of Suicide Squad tribe. Um, you know, we definitely find ourselves, you know, just constantly on a bunch of games and that's definitely one on the list. Cause I know that's like multiplayer and I'm a, I'm a beat that ass. Seriously. I'm a beat that ass. So as far as games that have come out for PlayStation plus for this month, they featured, um, what was, I think what happened to Edith Fitch. I mean, I downloaded it cause I heard it was a really good game. So I'm like, cool. That'd be one of those weird story explorative, you know, sort of games that I'll get my head wrapped around and then overcooked. Now, the only, now, I've been getting, like, real, real deep on Overcooked, meaning, like, yo, I've been thugging the shit out of that game. I'm pretty sure I'm, like, this close to, like, finishing the game. But my only knock on Overcooked with it being one of the free feature games for the month is it obviously is looked at and billed as a multiplayer game, but it's local co-op. Now, I don't know about you, but great, that's dope for, like, parties and shit, but online i'm like come the fuck on seriously so it doesn't have online capabilities that eats ass that that eats ass just saying it for what it is i have to share play with one of my boys like i said in the in the crew and we literally are playing the game like as duos so that that game if you're talking about trying to play it online with somebody else you have to run duos which i'll tell you now here's a quick easy step-by-step guide of how you do it you're gonna literally have to open a party you have to open a party and when you have the party, you're going to have to set, you know, for um, share play and just share play locally. That's it. You're going to have to start share play, share play locally. One of you guys have that pretty bomb ass internet connection. I do gigabit files all the way, baby. And, you know, um, and yeah, be able to play it like that. So I don't know what to tell you beyond that. Otherwise, it's a good fucking game. It really is. And it's got me thinking of getting a sequel, Overcooked 2, which came out uh, last year. Which is why I think, which is why I think they dropped it because they were like, yo, you know, they're like, people are going to play this game and realize it's fucking good, but it's also local multiplayer. And then on top of that, they'll look at the sequel because the sequel's online multiplayer. Mm. We'll give them a free game, give them a taste, and then we'll hook them with the fucking sequel, which has all the features that they want. Fuckers think they slick. It's business moves out here, baby. It's business moves. Don't 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 get lost in the sauce. So, speaking of moves, that concludes this portion of this particular podcast. Um, you can go ahead and stay tuned next for what'll be the gameplay of me and said crew that I just aforementioned before previously, and playing a little bit of a level on World War Z just because. Obviously, whenever we all get up and, and link up, it's always shenanigans once we actually log in. So I'd like to go ahead and say thank you for listening and tuning into this podcast. Please feel free to take this time to consider subscribing to the channel. I hope you found this video to be informative, entertaining, all of the above, if not one or the other, hopefully both. Um, again, go ahead and consider hitting that subscribe button and clicking the notification bell for updates upon my twice weekly podcast and other offerings coming very very soon i'm your host imani wilson and now to the clip